Welcome listeners to another LGR Extrasode. I am your host, Ali Cornwall, and in this episode, myself, Kev and Stu Cullen have jumped in a DeLorean and finally hit 88 miles an hour and the old girl has catapulted us into the future where we are talking all things virtual reality. Kev is sat with some strange objects on his face and we are trying to figure out what he is doing. From the outside, it looks like he's doing something extremely strange, but from Kev's point of view, he's doing fantastic things. But do we know if it is actually that fantastic? Welcome, gentlemen. All right. Hello there. Great Scott. <laughs> Marty. Marty. I don't know any words, but Marty. <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, virtual reality. Um, what do we think it means for gaming? Um, the PSVR has launched very recently uh, in this last week. Kev, I know you've been lucky enough to pick this up, uh, and Steve, you've just dropped a bombshell in the green room saying that, uh, that you've got uh, access to it as well as long as with all the, the launch titles, courtesy of Sony. Yeah, um, so it's it's hitting us in a, a semi-big way. Um, obviously, it's literally just been launched, and we're not at silly season just yet, so we don't know where we are with it. Um, do you guys think this could be uh, a flash in the pan, similar to 3D, about five to ten years ago, where it's gradually fizzled out, and uh, five years ago all the TVs had 3D in a standard, and now you're buying them, and it's the whole 4K era. Um, so, what do you guys think, and where do you think it's going to go? Just to uh, kickstart us off, hmm. I'll just get rid of this headset first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one. I think it's set for a fail. I'd like to say it wouldn't, but I've got a real strong feeling this is not going to pan out too well for him. Okay. Um, Good job. Obviously, we can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, Stay positive. Obviously, come back we can go in five years once a superstar, but since um, Mass Effect, come back in five years and tell us we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go into a little bit more detail later on. We're going to ask, do a bit of a Q and A session. See what you think to it. Um, but overall, from your experience, and, and obviously Kev, uh, myself has only played it at the uh, EGX Expos that I've been to, you guys have played it at home, um, and, and is that your both your feelings that you think it's just a, a fad, um, or is the technical um, limitations I've had, maybe? I've had kind of mixed, mixed feelings with it, like certain things I play on it, I'm like wow, wow, this is yep. wow, and then other things I play on it, I'm kind of like... Hi, I see. I see what you did there. Um, I think we're, we're really at the cusp of it, and I want to like. We'll, we'll, I suppose we'll talk about games later. Um, but I want the kind of launch titles just kind of showcase what you can do with it, um, and certain things in it are really interesting. Other things in it, not so much. Um, I've yet to find a game other than there's three games on it that I'd say are must-haves. But other than that, there's nothing major on it yet, I'd say. So it's still a kind of early adopters thing. Is just kind of like to okay. show off to his mates, you know what I mean? Oh, look, I can do this and oh, I can do that. And yeah. So is this very similar to the current gen of consoles that if you're an early adopter to the console, obviously you've got the new dashboard and things might be a little bit quicker and whatnot, but the games aren't quite there yet? Or is there potentially other things that we'll go into later in the podcast where it's actually a bit more to it than just people haven't actually developed games for it fully no, yet. I think the tech's sound. I think the tech is totally sound. I think it's just a case of having played it and played through both means, i.e. controller and move controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a kind of broken home feel with it. Like certain things use move controllers, certain things don't use move controllers, and they're just really trying to find their feet to find out what is really the best scenario to play with. For what I've seen, for what I've played on, um, I'd say we're still about six months to a year away from getting a kind of universal. This is what we do, people, and this is how we do it. Because um, right now you're at the experimental stage, and I totally accept that. I totally accept that's that's what they need to do. They need to experiment. They need to figure out. And I think certain things will work. Certain things only work. And I think it's just a case of you'll need to ride that rainbow and see where it goes. You know what I mean? Okay. I think I think that 350 quid is a bit much to ask to be a guinea pig, though. Well, theoretically, in, but well, in all honesty, to my side, yeah. it was like 400 odd quid because we didn't own a camera yeah. or the the move controller. So on ah, yeah. day, we were a headset, which is 350. The camera, which is 60, mm-hmm. and with the move controllers, which are 70, because I bought the move controllers actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were like four. We were all kicking the nuts off a 500 pound for it on a, on lunch day. Yeah, um, which was a I bit heavy. On. It was just a bit heavy, you know what I mean? For mm. for for for, for you know what I mean for something for people to turn around to be fair a lot of people my brother actually said to me he says it's really strange how you're in the that's quite expensive camp but I'm like it is but my brother's like saying but when you look at it compared to Vibe and Oculus it's really cheap as chips and that's what he sees because like his mates get a Vibe a Vibe a Vibe a Vibe and stuff and um he says it's amazing on that so it was obviously trying to capture that feeling but a low, low budget price um and I think I think it does a good job at what it does, you know what I mean? I think it's surprising when when you get it in the house, it's totally different. It, it actually, like, a lot of the issues are removed with it, but then yeah. you also okay. start to realise there's some cheating with it. Like, I always felt things were out of focus, but when you actually spend five minutes sit- fitting it, you're like, right, it actually is fit it and it works. Okay. But then you that, also that- get cheat. Like, there's a kind of, I don't know if Kev will, Kev will probably agree, maybe, but there's a kind of mesh. Yes, that you see, but it only appears in certain games, <sighs> and I think it's a cheat for motion blur. I think it's something they've kind of worked out where if they put this kind of film over it when you're moving, it it cheats the the the, the, the rendering or something. I think because mm. oh, okay, um, a few games I know I've played don't have it, but a few games do have it severely, yeah. and I'm wondering if that's just early days kind of messing about with it. You know what I mean? So, so that, that brings me on to my, my next question. Obviously, I've used it at, at Eurogamer exclusively. Um, so um, I've only ever had the headset on. Uh, someone's put it on for me, set me up, off a go on the game. And obviously, you guys have had that experience in your home environment. Um, so is there much difference from having it in your own environment to having it an expo? Obviously, apart from other people's grimy faces on the unit or, <laughs> or whatnot. Um, and obviously, is there a massive difference when you actually get to physically tweak it for your own well, head that's the and thing, environment? You, can, you, you calibrate it for your head. That's the yeah. thing. You actually take the, the time... To- sit and get it straight and then you can because what I've noticed as well the, the, my guide's the bridge of my nose the higher up my nose the blurrier it is the lower down my nose the sharper it is so I kind of okay. slide it up and down my nose um, there's probably a high tech reason for that but I find with my eyes that's the focal point is my nose and it kind of I just know by where it's sitting if I have to go up or down yeah. I um, presume it's, it's similar to reading the book or 
playing something on your, your DS or a Vita that obviously the closer you have it to your face it's going to get a bit kind of your eyes like um, almost go buzz-eyed and the well, further there's a, there's away a, there's a game like you Ali we've got no choice we will have to wear glasses inside it and that's where it gets really awkward anyway because yes. if you're wearing your glasses you'd be surprised at how much they come ac- come away from your face it really does hit home how yeah. how hard it is to actually get these oculus set on with a pair of glasses on it you know because obviously I have I, to I, yeah I, I wear contact lenses as well hmm. um, but in all fairness I only ever do that sometimes if I go to the cinema but mainly when I'm on holiday and wearing sunglasses a lot um, but I don't want to just be putting in a pair of sunglasses just to play VR every night or something <laughs> yeah um, so have you found a lot of limited limitations or was it harder for you to set up the headset having it, glasses on them well it was because um, obviously we having the glasses it pulls away the um, headset a bit from your face so you're not actually got a dark environment you're not you've got a lot of light leakage coming in around the corner of the headset around the eyeballs you know, around the eye socket and okay. um, um, I don't know it just doesn't seem to work too well um, I tried it without the uh, glasses but of course I've got one eye that's not focusing correctly because obviously that's the one that's short sighted so um, it just ruins the effect straight away but again like Stuart was saying there were some games where you can see the fly screen as well which was really annoying it's like if you look at a black background that's just purely black you can actually see like a a brownie black you know sort of very dark brownie black but definitely there Um, it's like a a mesh you know sort of slap bang in the middle of it and yeah um, yeah, just can't work out why because it's like sticking your face up to a 1976 TV you know and just saying look at the pixels on that (laughs) just mad (laughs) but uh, it's weird that like Stuart said it's on some programs and not the others and it's actually on some programs that they're using as a major launch title and you think well you really should have sorted that out first guys because that's I think it's the day with the the way it's developed what I'd say I, I, I feel yeah. it's today it's, it's like a halfway roads maybe I don't I don't know officially but because I think mm. I was saying to my brother when we were playing it it's weird how like certain like you said we were saying certain things certain things don't have it but then you're kind of like well is it maybe because of the time development and stuff they've put in it and stuff but it's not a major issue you know what I mean it's 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 one of the things once you see it you'll never unsee it but yeah. then once the shit hits the fan and it all starts going you're like oh it's a 3D definitely yeah, because once once you actually do dive into the game, then it's pretty much flawless, isn't it? It, it does mm-hmm. work very, very well. It's very slick, um, and and the experience is great. You know, it's just that that it's that initial jump in it, it's getting past the reality of that, and then getting into the game. It's I find it's kind of annoying sometimes. It just pulls you out when you're really enjoying being in it. Once you've found the sweet spot with the headset, is it easy to keep it at that, or yeah. is it something you have to kind of extract off your head and then <laughs> no, no, put it back on? It's, yeah. once it's, it's a big sturdy thing, you know what I mean? Once it it's, it's not like it slides or move. Well, if you're throwing your head back like an idiot, fair enough, fair, <laughs> you, to the fates way, but it's a big heavy thing. No, not a big heavy thing, but it's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's weighted, solid. you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, okay. And when it's on, it's on. It doesn't want to move unless you tell it, I'm going to move you, motherfucker, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, kind of side note I found as well was if you're a bit warm and a bit excited, yeah. I was getting condensation. That <laughs> was. On, on the actual <laughs> inside it as well. Yeah. Um, you see the stain okay. of my glasses, which has led me to off. A, a really cool 4D. <laughs> cheap 4D um, <laughs> so thing because um, 
uh, my brother, we've got a fan, and my brother was like, I'll put the fan in front of you and we'll plug the fan in. And I was like, right, okay. So, obviously, I was playing rigs, and uh, my brother waited till it launched me, and he hot the fan, and your mind does, doesn't know what's that because you've launched and you've got a sense of speed but at the same time you've got a gust of cold air hitting you <laughs> and it, I swear to god man it was magic it was like what? and then you realise shit I'm in a room <laughs> but it was, it was like I was sitting going to myself I wonder if we should sit and like, get straws and blow mist on each other <laughs> shit as we're walking through like jungle and that um, that was really weird exper- it wasn't an experiment it was just like a quick solution but then like you say he waited till I launched my mech and he just went hold on a minute top speed and it was just like whoa that's freaking cool <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it was um, it's, it's another thing that I never experienced that the, the everywhere I played it beforehand was the, the condensation but um, it's not a major problem you know what I mean it's, it's just you get a nice wee high mi- microfiber wipe with the actual yeah. headset so you just get right. a wee dicked um, and that's it you know what I mean although there's when you actually look at the lenses there's some freaky fucking reflections in it there's, a, there's like <laughs> oh, two circles there's like two like seven and a half circles always mm. on the glass and for the love of me I can't figure why they're there and the tiny pinpricks <laughs> of light coming out of it as it's, well it's like what's going on here I know because you're like it's a closed unit it doesn't see <laughs> and then I'm like oh, I'm just like right, wipe them and put them, them on it's the, the black magic that's inside it trying to escape um, <laughs> but no it's, it's a solid build does it, does it feel worth the money yes. I suppose I if you're gentle and you take your time and you don't hashy bashy you'll you'll enjoy yourself with it and it'll no fall apart I don't think it'll fall apart I really don't I don't see it I don't see it at breaking shall we say no. anytime soon it's look, it looks pretty sturdy it looks like it's been built by Nintendo mm. hey doc you better back up we don't have enough road to get up to 88 roads where we're going we don't need roads so moving on gents uh, obviously um, you've had uh, X amount of games within the kit is that right um Comes and is that all disc. you've got, or have you uh, have you brought anything else outside of that, um, or is it just the, the the ones that come bundled with the with the headset? Stu, um, well, I've I've been lucky, boy. Um, I know. <laughs> I, I get I get um from my work. I got the um I get the the eight official PS uh, launch titles with with the for the console or for the unit. Um, I I didn't get the console at the unit for Sony, so. I, that's why we had to pay the money for it but I got the launch line up after I bought the unit um, so I got or I have uh, mangled with if you give me a moment I'll get the email the official email um, Drive Club Here They Lie Hustle Kings Rigs uh, Super Stardust Tumble VR uh, Untold On Russia Blood VR Worlds Re- and Res um, as well as the demo disc that comes with the machine which is got like Headmaster and uh, Skyward Bound, I think, on it as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag for what I've played. Um, Riggs is still the best game on it. Um, I, I know I wax Warrico about that game, but it's fucking amazing. I love that game. Um, so, so, what is Riggs? Riggs is basically like, an, uh, I liken it to uh, Monday Night Combat meets Titanfall. It's arena okay. based, it's free on free arena based mech assaults and an esports kind of. If you imagine an American sport, like 
cheering and yelling and teams so you play for like the sharks and the panthers and the the jackals and the vikings you know what i mean you've got you, you sign to a team and uh you get into the arena and you play different modes like uh there's a goal there's a there's a score mode where you have to pick a ball up and score and then there's just elimination and there's stuff like that um it's brilliant. There's all loads of different mechs, and you up class, and you down. You, you change to like defense or speed and stuff, and all that. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game game. It's really good. But then when you add in the VR, it's it's, it's probably the most rounded full title I've played on the machine. Okay. So um, is that a, a first person game? So you uh, yeah. So you're basically a, a pilot. Like, and yeah. when you look, that was that's the thing about it as well is it, it acknowledges you have a body. So like when you're sitting ready to go to a match, your teammates come up and they kind of fist bump you and they, they get a bit of juggling. But you look doing you're wearing your suit and then you sit inside oh, okay. it and after the matches are in your private jet and the teams to your left and stuff and that and they're kind of like good job man and all that and then you look down and you're actually sitting in the chair in your suit and you can look at the side of the aeroplane and stuff, which is really cool. Um, and I really liked it. I really I think it's the most complete first part of the game and it's a weird one because very very few places reviewed it at launch and I kind of get my head around it and I'm going to review it obviously but um, I'm going big on it because it was my game at Eurogamer and I think it's just I think it's the business man I think it's the, it should be the flagship for this this unit easily the flagship what about um, Eve? Eve I still don't like I don't, you know, I don't have the <laughs> full game but I played the demo and I still think it looks like rubbish I think it looks that's garbage. That's the one with tipping, though, isn't it? That's the one that seems to be getting back on. And it's well, Eve Junk, um, Eve Gunjacks in it, which I know is Mark's yeah. favourite game on mm. his Samsung VR headset. <laughs> um, so is that Eve as in the space train game? Theory. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. It's a more combat. It's it's kind of like elite in a sense because elite's got a combat side to it as well an actual sub game that you can buy just itself with combat in it this is right. the same one the VR is it's a, it's a combat thing where you'll play through missions and you, you do your kind of VR thing where you're fired with I, I didn't like it I, I, I don't know why I didn't like it but I just don't like it I, I don't know if it's the visuals or how it looks and stuff but I, I need to revisit it now that I've got I've not fair and honestly I've not played it at home but I did play it at the Sony Tour and I did play it in Eurogamer and it's at the Sony Tour I felt it hadn't improved enough for a year ago and I just didn't I just didn't like it um, Skyward Sword Skyward Sword this is Zelda game Stuart yes that is correct Skyward Bound um, is a really interesting Wii game uh, there's only a demo available just now um, and it's one of these it's a point and click basically but you use a move controller to interact with the world but okay. it's it's the VR comes to life when you can do stuff right and you say what do you mean by do stuff right um, the heist the London heist right lets you as part of VR world lets you do stuff as in uh, you're sitting in a bar so you can pick up a cigarette and light the cigarette and then you can throw the cigarette away you can pick a phone up and look at a phone you can just do stuff you're in a van so you can open the glove box open the vents open the door change the radio open the you can do stuff so Skyward Sword's the kind of yeah. same thing in the loading screen you can build a wee robot or you can pick up an aeroplane and throw the aeroplane um, you can grab a ball and throw a ball that a chicken will come and get and that comes over and then you pick up an aeroplane and hit the chicken with the aeroplane it's all the weird and wonderful stuff you can do um, but that's just a screen that's just the, the menu screen that's not the actual so game are you finding that the vr experience is is better when you've got more things to interact with rather than just wandering around or just looking if that yeah. makes sense yeah you, you prefer need... it when you can 
open doors and throw things around and things yeah. like that. You need, yeah. you need you need to do it because the flip side <laughs> of that is the kitchen. The kitchen's a Resident Evil demo. I played that. Yeah. I felt really underrated by it. I felt really kind of like I'd played the Resident Evil demo, the actual pure demo. And I was like, oh, this is fine. This is this is it. So I played the kitchen and I'm like, oh, I'm starting here, right? I know, I know where I'm, right? right. But then you realise you're just there for like. Nobody told me it was like four minutes the demo. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh. And then it ended, and I went, oh. And then I also found my best. The <laughs> see, I like arsing about in it, right? So like. If there's somebody talking to me, I'll try and poke them in the face or try and just like, be a dick to them, right? <laughs> so what happened in Resi was I kind of moved. <laughs> I don't know why I did it, right? So I moved my head, but then I realised I can look at my body and you can actually see yourself, a headless body, just, just, just like, so it's as if basically the VR headset sits on top of the body but they don't expect you to move. So when you move to the left and turn around, you just see the, the body with a head sitting there. <laughs> and it's theoretically That's very weird. So what me and my brother were doing, where we were standing up and moving around the room, <laughs> while it was while it was still flying, <laughs> which theoretically you shouldn't be able to do. You know what I mean? And fair do is, it did get to a point. It came up saying you're leaving the play area. So I was like, right, okay. And oh, it gets it, really arsy when but, you start doing but, that. <laughs> oh, it's, but but it was amazing because what happened is we fucked the way and then we sat back doing. But then because the headset, the, the machine for the headset was on the route, in the corner. So all the all the, <laughs> well, the guy who was talking to you was earlier trying to cut you out the ropes. But he's like the other side of the room, <laughs> and I'm like, why is he not here? <laughs> oh, so you've broken we, it already. We we yeah. yeah we broke we broke the kitchen demo. Um. I can see why people were scared of it, but if you've played the demo demo, you kind of have a gut feeling what's happening, and... Uh, yeah, it's not even scary. It's, it's it's not even scary because you know it's... You know what I mean? You know, I knew what was kind of happening. Um, interesting is, it's as well, it's, it's built for you to stand still, I felt, as well, because somebody comes up to you with a knife, and they're pointing the knife at you. Well, if you move forward, you then clip right through them, and you can see inside them, and you're kind of like... Right, so this is not designed for me fundamentally move. Like a lot of VR, you, you can move around the object. Um, tumble sure. VR, VR is a really good example. Is there's a tower, and how you solve these? It's, it's, a, it's a jenga, right? But it took us a wee bit of time because obviously we'd been sitting down for the whole thing. And in tumble, what happened was you stand up and you move around the tower to destroy okay. it. So the idea is you then pivot around an object in the room. Right. Well, in Resident Evil, you don't do that. You sit still and you do not move because if you move, you then start seeing the cracks and the 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 the, the, the walls. You go oh, through okay. so it more like a cinematic experience as opposed to a game. Then. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. having played all these games prior to playing that and then playing that, I kind of felt like right, we've broke this because we'd been that used to just messing about in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 all right. I don't see how they can make a full game. I don't see I don't I don't see it happening. Is that something um, do you think they need to work on? So for example, not that there will be, well, there might be, who knows, but if there was to be like something like a Metal Gear Solid game and you've got a fairly lengthy cutscene, FMV, whatever you want to call them, is that something where they need to work on it where regardless if you move it's just gonna stay static? And yeah, then yeah. it allows you to move once it gets going. Yeah. Because um, what, or are you supposed to move a little bit on the Resident Evil one? Are you supposed to move your head a I, bit? Or? I think you're kind of meant to move side to side, but you're not meant to move forward. Whereas on right. the heist, in the heist, you're sitting in a bar, so 
you, you, you light your cigarette, you throw your cigarette at the guy, you sit and try and burn your hand, the guy gives you a phone, you read messages on the front and you throw the phone at the guy, you, you, it, it gives you a roll of money and you, there's a hole in the roll of money so you can hold it up to the guy's eye so it's like a wee periscope so he's looking for it, you just rip the shit out of the Okay. <laughs> and, and it was like it got to a point where the guy was lighting his cigar and I was pointing my cigar at him and then I started trying to burn him in the face with it um, it, it to sum up but the heist was so much fun because of all this stuff because it got to the the end of it right and at the end you, you, there's a choice and you're holding a gun and obviously you need to shoot some, something someone or somewhere right so what did I do I dropped the gun but right, I'm a bit of a fucking tube I dropped the gun on the, the floor I looked down but then see when I looked up the folk in the room were like you just shot the gun, <laughs> and the, it's, 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 it was. But then, what happened happened, and it ain't the actual end. That was an end of the game, which me, and my brother, didn't even know about because it was the first playthrough. I accidentally dropped the gun, and they looked at them. It was just as if everybody in the room went, "What the fuck, you doing?" And then it, end, it was like the end credits, and I went, "That's amazing!" And then my brother went back and did it, and he obviously shot shot something and stuff, and he got the credits. So it, it was a really interesting. Uh, it's a really interesting thing, you know. When I was Been a Eurogamer, I, I managed to play the heist just a little bit in the van where you're shooting stuff and, and whatnot. And is that a bundled game? Is that part of the... Uh, that's, no, that's the VR world. That, um, I don't right. think you get that on the demo disc. No, it's just in the VR world. It's one of the pricier yeah. ones. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, I thought that might be one of the more jankier games. It, I got it's, really immersed in it and really enjoyed it. See, the, well, see the bit you played, right? The bit you played... I thought was garbage right and I've said to code okay. it looks shit but when I played it I'm like oh wait I can put on this to see the, 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 the sex club number on the the what do you call it the what do you call the what do you call that thing you put on to cover your eyes when the sun's sunshade oh, the sunshade yeah you pull it down you see that and you can put the light on you can put the hazards on you can open the vents you can open the glove box you can open the door of the van I had great fun opening the door of the <laughs> van I think you've got ADD <laughs> so what no, but it's like what me and my brother did where we're just sitting waiting for a bike to come along and then hit them with the door <laughs> And it does work. It works. The bike, the motorbike comes on, and you watch from the mirror, and you hit the door. Then you can hang out the van we found it, and it's it's not so much. It's weird. It's weird. If you know what I mean, it's like it's a really strange thing because then you can change the music and stuff in the radio and all that, and hmm. it's just really random. Because it, it's like in a game, you'll sit and you'll spin. We've seen it a thousand times. Somebody's talking to you, you just sit and spin. Or you'll go through your infantry, or you'll sit and do something else, or you'll, you'll look at your phone, right? One well, yeah. VR, you can't look at your phone. So, when this mobster stopped and we're, the gunfight's over and he's sitting talking to me, I'm busy pressing the vents up and autumn and stuff, and kind of poking things around the van, and putting the hazards on and off and stuff, and just being a total dick. But, it's just... It's, it's fucking brilliant because it's just fun <laughs> with this <laughs> VR make, it makes you a nuisance <laughs> to society so it, it seems to me though that um, with the VR side of it or things to one side it seems like stuff that like that should already be in games a little bit yeah um, and I, I don't quite understand in, in my head obviously it sounds really good fun and like the bits that I have actually played were good fun where you can just throw stuff at the driver and stuff and Aye. and whatnot. but I don't understand why that isn't in games now I don't think it has the same implementation in games now because see if you're no playing it in VR you, you don't <laughs> it's really weird right because I know what you mean but at the same time I wouldn't think of doing these things I wouldn't think of opening the door in the van I wouldn't think of putting down the glove box and stuff or throwing cups or whatever you know what I mean I wouldn't think of doing that 
because I'm in the thing, but see when you're in there, you're kind of like, oh, can I, can I do that? Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can, I can do that. So, you know, in some of these games, they've actually embraced the fact that you have actually got this headset in your face. You can't look at your phone. You can't make a quick cup of tea while uh, the intro video is loading or someone's speaking. And they give you something to do. So have they, have they, yeah, thought about that and actually gone, okay, let's just make it so Stuart Cullen can poke people in the eyes while he's driving. <laughs> yeah, pre- pretty much, because like, that's what Wayward, Wayward Skies is. Wayward Skies just gives you some toys to play with while you're waiting to do things, you know what I mean? Like like I say, they throw in the wee, they throw in the wee earphone was brilliant, because we played that after we played the heist, and I'm like... I wonder if I can pick my brother's like you can build that robot I'm like okay and I'm like can I, can I throw this aeroplane I don't, I don't know so I threw the plane and I went oh that's pretty cool and then I went there's a chicken can I hit this chicken with this plane and he's like I don't know you might be able to whack hit the chicken get pissed off I'm like that's fucking brilliant because <laughs> <laughs> who would think to go we'll program that plane to hit that chicken do you know what I mean like like you shouldn't be <laughs> it shouldn't work but it does work and I think it's just like it, it, it reinforces the novelty I think at the yeah. moment yeah. is this kind of because um, a few of the other games I played were like the, the, the VR playroom was pretty good that's um, a really good one yeah uh, the cowboy game I don't know did you play that have you played the cowboy game yet uh, yeah, no. no. Basically, the, the cowboy game is great fun because you walk in. Uh, it's a two-player, and what happens is the, the, the VR wearer is a sheriff, <laughs> and um, it was, I, can't, I was driving because I put my brama brand. I've got a poncho, on. and he goes, "I've got a hat," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "You're a cowboy." <laughs> <laughs> so he walks into the bar, and he's got his, he's got his pistol, and it's like you need to identify the outlaw. So on the TV, the barman's showing me. Uh, a, a, a sketch of who he's shooting so I'm like uh, he's got a patch he's like what eye uh, the right no the left and he's like a hat or okay uh, how many eyes has he got uh, one and it's like you have to describe the, the outlaw to the, the sheriff and then the outlaw sh- the sheriff shoots him and it, it's really good amalgamation of two player with the VR and non-VR um, there's another game in it in the ghost house where it's kind of like Luigi's Haunted Mansion where he goes in as a ghostbuster but I can see the ghosts on the screen and you need to tell them where to aim and where to shoot um, I definitely think there's oh, legs okay. in this mechanic um, yeah, because so, it's great so fun they've, they've embraced the fact that there is someone just sat there watching you do weird things like we alluded to at the start of the yeah. show where mm-hmm. you're doing weird things obviously it's on the TV but it's good that someone else can be shouting instructions to you or doing things to interact with you even though you've got this headset on yeah, yeah well, they're releasing yeah. keep talking and um, nobody so, uh, explodes yeah. as well so yeah, oh, so, okay. so, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to try that because I think that'll be really interesting because I imagine the headset wearer will use move controllers whereas the non-headset wearer will use the controller to flip through the manual that would make or sense something, yeah. or mm. something like that but again having not tried it I, I definitely want to try it um but yeah, the other kind of like highlights I've had uh, so far playing it. Okay, so Kev, I know uh, you've been a little bit quiet. Uh, <laughs> you've just got the the games that were bundled with the yeah. with the headset, um, and I also know, and everyone else that's listened to the podcast will know that you're not massively au fait uh, with first person games. So no. I'm interested to know how you're getting on and, and, and the games that you've got with the headset and your highs and lows of that. Well, that's the bizarre thing. Um, this could be the breakthrough that I've been looking for because for the first time I'm actually quite embracing the first person um, perspective uh, okay. I'm trying to think what the, that battle tanks it was um, I've, I was playing it and I'm 
quite happily just taking down the um, flying enemies and then I'd realise I went hang on I'm actually in first person here what the fuck I've never do this <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it, it's perfect you know it, it does really take me over the um, threshold as far as first person is concerned but you still won't get me doing a Resident Evil in first person no so, way so, so what is it about standard first person games that you don't like um, I think is it's it just the immersiveness <laughs> of the VR that you like yeah I think it's the removal that you've got when you you've actually got you sat on a, uh, on a sofa and then looking at a screen and you're supposed to be looking through the eyes of the protagonist it just doesn't work for me I'm, j- I'm just too separated physically separated okay. whereas with this you're actually slap bang in the middle of it Although right. I still don't know how they'd actually manage to do a jump because there's no way to start jumping around my living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and what, what, what's the what's the best game out of the bundle that you've played so far? Uh, there's the two play games, Stu. That I can't remember what it's called, but you've got this little robot that you're trying to get through levels. It's like a platformer. Oh, the um, Mario one. Yeah, it is practically a Mario one, isn't it? Just with little robots. You um, kick them in the arse. I always I thought that was brilliant. It's like you, you yeah. find the robots in the grass and stuff, and you walk up behind them and kick them in the arse. But that's real interesting, Rob, because it uses the, the touchpad. All that stuff uses yeah. the touchpad, Rob. Yeah. Because you, you, you shoot it out for tight ropes, and then you shoot it out for ropes, and that's probably the best bit. You shoot the rope out onto the rock, and then you yank the actual uh, controller to you, and it mm-hmm. rips the rock away from the wall. Yeah, I know that one. A lot of people have said that. A lot of folk are getting that game. It's, a, it's a really good little game. Um, I, d- Again, it just the hardware step failed a little bit on there because um, halfway through I realised that I was actually having to sort of bend my body around to um, accommodate the controller going off to point to my right hand side for some strange reason instead of straight forward, which was really odd. And um, there is a quick way of resetting it, and obviously I had to just keep resetting, but it was bizarre and. I also found it very hard to set up because um, for that particular game, um, you just uh, basically had to... The way that it's set up with the camera, I had to sit sort of either on my knees so that I was uh, high enough on the sofa to actually be caught by the camera, or I had to stand like um, some sort of hunchback in the middle of the room so that I could align all the lights it just didn't I've not had had any problems with that the only problem we had was um, standing up games weren't 7 feet minimum yeah Um, which not a lot of people have ain't great we can do it we can do it at a push but I can um, kill myself quite easily yeah sitting games everything's worked really really well um so is that a, a similar issue? Yeah. You probably found this with the 360 Connect as well. That I got a um, Nexon or something like that adapter for the front of the lens. Oh yeah, which gave me a wider yeah. angle and and, and whatnot. Because um, I found that in in previous places where I've lived that you don't have. Not if, I mean, I have now just, but not everyone's got that seven foot between their TV and somewhere to stand it's normally where you're standing is where the sofa is roughly yeah um, so is that something that they need to try and get around to as well if it's in I, think pains, I think most games th- have the sit and do option so. yeah yeah most of them do okay yeah but um, it's the limitation of the camera that's the problem they've got because they, they're trying to integ- integrate the camera which is very old tech now I mean Christ almighty it's been there since the iToy you know it's the same yeah. technology yeah. behind it they've not what changed what version are you using 
I'm yeah, using the first one. It doesn't matter. Oh, see, I'm, the, u- I'm using the new one. The, yeah, but the same. The long one. The, the same one, though. It's the same internals. It's just right. a different casing. I was going to say, because the, the original's a lot longer than what the newer one is. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if that had anything to play in it. Because I know the new one comes with the, which I thought was actually a clever thing, because obviously after the connect was the actual new camera comes with a bracket for putting on your TV. Which yeah. I thought oh, was wow. quite again that's that's pointless. A small to me touch, but nice. Yeah, small but, touch, but, but nice. Yeah, but they've they've not even thought about people's living room setups. I mean, my my TV is a sixty inch that's wall mounted. Oh, so um, if I put the camera on the top of the wall mount, I would have to I actually have to jump up and down to actually be found <laughs> by the camera. <laughs> um, Mine sits in the, the one we're using sits in the corner, so it's like it's actually in a corner, so it's not. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's it's, probably why we're getting away with it. Yeah, I d- there's a lot of problems. I think it's something you really have to think about when you're first getting this, because the actual setting up of this system is quite an absolute ball ache, um, because I'd actually got a custom-built unit for me a console-less. So everything was actually integrated, all the cabling was integrated, everything is there sorted. It's then taken me three and a half hours to set up this uh, little black box that comes extra uh, you know and I've had to unwire the HDMI from the TV uh, you know from the sorry not from the TV from the TV splitter um, you know and from the PS4 and put find somewhere to put this little black box that is again is another fan um, nobody's actually noticed this yet but this fan is a real noisy little bastard it's actually noisier than my console which is very annoying. <laughs> is that um, the fan in the headset? No, it's the fan in the... Um, there's uh, like the a bo- brain box. box like a oh, control okay. box. Right. But yeah. then the argument there as well is the Pro eliminates that box. I'm not saying you're going to run it and buy a port roll, but that's part of the Pro, is the Pro eliminates the need for that yeah, box. Yeah, but is, does that mean that the uh, fan that's going to be like a Boeing, Boeing like a 767? You know, it's just insane. Possible. It's possible. Um, have, you, yeah, have you noticed it, any any issues in performance obviously you can't compare it to um, the, the the Pro because it's not out yet but I presume you're both using first gen yeah. PS4s yeah, yeah it's coped yep. very well with it and I've not had any okay. problems it's never crashed I, I'm limited to what I know of PS4 because I only ever use it for reviewing it exclusives mm. but um I really, I, I, I can't fault it for, for, for a technical standpoint. I'm really like I know you're hating saying that, aren't you? Yeah, I mean a wee bit, but I just think I think it does what it says in the tin. And I know yeah. the, the distance thing's about a problem, um, but even with the tomfoolery other than Resident Evil, which I kind of think it's Japanese dev, they ain't gonna get it right away. No, because um, they hardly. Get, I mean, you know, what I mean that Japanese uh, cookiness. It's the yeah. kind of feeling I think. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I think it does what it says in the tin. It's just if it, what's in the tin, if that's worth getting excited about, I think, um, at the moment. Hmm. I don't okay. think there's enough killer apps to get excited about. So far, we've, all we've got is a, a basically a confectionery box. You know, it's lots of mm. nice little delightful things, but nothing real solid. There's not one game there that I would sit and play for, well, stand up and play for hours, you know, or, or sit down. The um well I'm going to I'm I'm going to review uh, the Dying Light uh, is it Dying Light Dying, uh, Until Dawn shooter oh, yeah. Halloween but I got to go at the 
Um, this is really professional of me because I don't know the name of it. The <laughs> here they here they lay. Got to go at that. Oh yeah, that's quite interesting. And I kind of it's like an outlast. Yeah, it's like outlast. It's like a city that's been scorched and burned, and there's woods of folk embraced in ash, in ash and stuff and uh, there's a beastie that tracks you um, <laughs> um, I'm just laughing because my bra shat a brick out of it um, <laughs> and it's that kind of you sneak around corners and you see the guy and you've got your torch and you're kind of like is he there is he no there um, that was quite a good wee game but again I still think Riggs is the best you see it. I can see yeah. Riggs is a solid, solid game. I, you're in a robot, you shoot other robots. Drive Club VR, it's Drive Club with VR, with VR. It's no world amazing. Um, if you really want to fuck with your head, go for go chase cam. I didn't realize you could do that. I thought it was locked to the cockpit, and my brother went, No, no, you can go chase cam. And when you go chase cam, it's like the car goes one way, your head goes another way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's wow. just like it's like being on a ship like if you imagine like like you're controlling the car but then your head's moving independently <laughs> okay so it's kind of like whoa I'm going to be sick <laughs> whoa um, to be honest I've not had motion sickness at all but I know Mark was saying uh, in the cockpit folk were feeling motion sickness I'm like go see if they felt it there I don't feel anything in there try the chase cam and then bobble you actually have somebody move your head from left to right as if you're in an earthquake then you'll be sick trust me um, <laughs> but aye it's 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 nice it's, it's nice um, I really want to try Res Re- the two killer apps that everybody keeps saying on about are Tumble VR which is a nice game but it's how nice can a game be where you build a tower out of blocks um, hmm. and the other one was Res which I haven't tried yet but apparently a 14 year old Dreamcast game is the killer app on the brand exactly. new exactly and so. when you look at the graphics it still looks like it's a 14 year old game but then it's- I don't know I'd I loved uh, Child Eden. Child Eden was an amazing yeah, game point. on Connect. I think it's the Child Eden vibe because you, I don't honestly know what you see when you put it on. So I, I really should have played it before doing this. I know, um, <laughs> but I imagine there'll be some kind of depth of field, and you have geometric shapes flying by and shit. And it's it's the faux pas VR. I know it's it's really strange because I've seen it my brother, but it's like it's not quite what I in my head I imagine VR as because I, I was explaining it to my dad like VR is like somebody pointing something at the screen at you it's kind of like that at times but then it's not like that at other times and Ooh. it's just really it's, it's really I think it's really subtle how it does what it does but I think Res again black background prime shape prime coloured geometric shapes I don't imagine it not being very good do you know what I mean but um, I'll need to get I would definitely that's next on the list behind uh, I, that it'd be interesting to hear It'd be interesting so. to hear whether that gets ruined as well by the um, shitty brown screen, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the fly screen. Yes. Yeah. Well, Rex doesn't I'm have the fly screen. That's the other thing. Rex yeah, that's it. The, fly uh, the, right. um, the playroom one, that doesn't either. I, no. just, I just don't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing that sold me on it, because we, we played Tethered at EGX, and that was absolutely flawless. That looked mm. gorgeous, you know, and... And of course, I've got this home and started playing like this and thought, what? What's all this? You know, and See, I actually no went through. Go on. I've not played Batman on it, so I don't know what Batman's like either, because I think Batman. Mm. 
The problem with Batman is I feel like I don't want to pay that kind of money for a game that I've been told is an hour long and then you unlock another <laughs> hour's worth of content in it. So you're oh paying gosh. like £25 for a two-hour game. Yeah. Yes, I've bought Oof. things like Dear Esther and stuff, but they were like 7 50 Do yeah. you know what I mean? Um, when I get the list, I actually went through and checked the RRP of all of the games and obviously Riggs is top of the tree at £50. I think it's the only £50 title for VR at the moment. Um, quite rightly so if I'm honest because um, it is the only <laughs> game game you know what I mean mm. um, but then like VR World is £30 <sighs> this is kind of like is, is it worth a t- I think it's about five games in it um, yeah that's like that's like selling Fantavision at full whack you know you, you, know, mm-hmm. you remember the first Playstation title you know mm-hmm. that, that was just a budget entry and it just showed you what you could do with the Playstation 1 mm-hmm. just looked fantastic it's, but yeah. It's a weird one because it's like, like the shark thing's dead passive. You don't do anything. But yeah. It, it's 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 what you can do. It's it's all it's all the niche things. There's one where you go in a robot and it's like a, you're a big crab mech thing and you can jump from asteroid to asteroid to asteroid and you shoot things and like it's all right. But it's no it's no it's no grab me and threw me about the room. You know what I mean? Mm. The heist's in that. But like my brother said to me, he went, "Sure, this is just a load of cutscenes." There's two shootouts and the rest it's all cutscenes. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you're right. But I thought what you got today during the cutscenes and stuff was brilliant. So it's kind of <laughs> like, if they would have did that as a full game, if they would have brought a full game called The London Heist and you get today, or because I thought the gunplay in it was amazing. It was like you sit and load your gun and you sit and shoot. And yeah, unbeknown to me, there's a shootout in a, a jewelry shop. Well, okay. there you go. There's the shootout in the van, there's a shootout in a jewelry shop. And I was sitting and the desk's in front of me. And then I'm going, I can't shoot that guy behind me because I'm shooting for a wee crack. And I went, hold on a minute, can I stand up? And I stood up and I actually stood up behind the desk. And I'm like, fuck, I can stand up. Because <laughs> I was sitting down for the whole thing. And then I'm like, hold on, you, you don't think. Because you're sitting there at the desk, you're like, if I stand up, do I actually stand up? And you're like, oh, fuck, I do actually stand up in game. And it's the stuff like that that's really, it's no, it doesn't tell you. And you're only going to find that out if you stand up. So it's it's really strange. Um, I, I wouldn't mind mere games like that if they were cheap, and that's the other big thing I think is they need to be cheap. These things. To well, they do because yeah, you've you've already done such a huge outlay, haven't you? You've already mm-hmm. played, paid the cost of another console again, and then obviously you've got to get, get all the peripherals, and that means you've got God knows how many objects you need to have either plugged in or on charge constantly. Well, that's the uh, thing because we're no one for a harness. Apparently, there's a. Uh, there's a there's a harness that's coming out where you can plug your move controllers in and it holds the VR headset. Well, <laughs> it's it, it's doing all because my brother was, I said to my brother get a VR get a move controller charger on it and he's like no no this one's coming out where you can put the the VR headset on it so it sits on it while the rest of it's all charging. Mm. I'm like all right that'll probably pull about as much power as a fucking submarine. Um, <laughs> but at the same time it's kind of like it's it's like you say like it's just money. That's what it is. The news just money. It's like they would just want all the money. And yeah, but it seems, like, yes, it's too much of a, a gamble. You know, it, it is just too much. They're asking aye. way too much, I, I reckon. Ah, you're right, because like I say, it's nice for the novelty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's no like I'm, 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 I'm still playing other games, because I have yeah. to, I suppose. But I'm still, like, I'm playing Forza every other night. <laughs> I'm, I'm sneaking in. I'm sneaking in and having a quick go at rigs. Having a quick match, a, qu- a quick match on right online of rigs, which also I think is really interesting as well because it does multiplayer online. 
which yeah. is brilliant. So it's kind of like you're in there with six other folk with VR headsets, <laughs> which is amazing. Three. <laughs> I mean, and there's no chat. Um, or I don't know how chat works on the PlayStation, but I probably find it somehow. But um, it's it's a case that it's still no enough to make me go. Hold on, I need. I'm really weird how there's no an Uncharted tech demo or a kills. Well, Riggs is by the people who make Killzone, so you can go. Mm, fair enough. But at the same time, I thought Killzone would have had a, a, some, you know what I mean, some kind of major tentpole game for the mm. PlayStation would have a release. Even like a Ratchet and Clank or something, do you know what I mean? Like, see that VR playroom? That could all have been Ratchet, Ratchet oh, yeah, and Clank stuff, easily. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm. it's just really weird how there's no any real official Nintendo linkage to it, you know? Um... So I, I don't know why Nintendo are linking anything to it, if I'm honest, because it's a Sony product. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I came to, I had a revelation, a vision, a picture in my head, a picture of this. This is what makes time travel possible. Uh, so we got in touch uh, on our usual feeds on the uh, the Facebook and uh, Twitter, uh, just to ask any of your questions. Um, so since I'm the only one that's only had experience at events and you two have uh, owned them, I shall uh, fire these questions out and uh, take it to you both to uh, to answer these for us. Well, some of them we've touched on already, so we could just quickly go over it again uh, briefly. Uh, so uh, the first one: uh, How was it to set up? in terms of the, the VR uh, and there's, is, was there any challenges to setting up the headset and everything uh, and have you got any pro tips uh, for any listeners who are keen to either purchase the headset or have got it but not quite set it up yet make sure all your kids toys are well out of their room <laughs> clear the space <laughs> there's nothing worse than standing on standing on a Lego set oh my god that's oh. the, the new definition of pain I think that was <laughs> always painful. No, yeah, <laughs> that was a general rule of thumb. It's the terrifying surprise, though, because you've got the VR headset on and you've got the headphones in. You've got no idea where you are. Suddenly, you've got this shooting pain coming straight through your body, and you've no idea what the fuck's going on. That's just 4D in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it pretty easy to set up and Very. follow the guide? And uh, it's all numbered. All the cables are numbered. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number yeah. one Sweet. to number one, it's, number four, number four. Yeah. It's completely idiot proof. Wicked. So just make sure the only other thing is now having had Kev talk about how he's got a wall mounted telly and I've no got a wall mounted telly, I would maybe look into what kind of telly situation you have before that just to make sure you're able to do it in a kind yeah. of standard way. Because that's the first time I've heard anything like that, really. So it's worth. Yeah, a that's that's probably a, a, a good tip. Try and get the camera first and see if you can set it up. You know, see how the setup works because the camera is the key, and the uh, the camera uh, for mine is set up a good four feet away from the TV because the TV's wall mounted and it's um, four and a half foot up the wall. So, you know, it's it's just undoable. I can't get yeah. around it. I've got to just have it set to the side. But it's something that you've got to really make sure is a, a goer first. Okay. Uh, well, it kind of links into my next question. Um, so, what does the P uh, the, the PS VR come with, um, and what doesn't it come with? So, obviously, <laughs> if I personally was other than the console, doesn't it come with the camera? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, if I was to go out and buy it and just got the PS VR headset, if I ordered it off Amazon now, if they had some, mm. what else do I need to get? 
Yeah, you've got great paperweight. Um, you do need to yeah. have the camera. Yeah, uh, you, the controllers. Move controllers are optional. No, optional. I've not got them. I'm, I'm managing quite well without. But they do add. See, I always having played with them. I've had the most fun with the move controllers. Yeah. So it's it's a strange one. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like, <laughs> like drive club doesn't use it, rigs doesn't use it, but the London Heist uses it. Uh, Skyward bound uses it yeah um, the pool my brother I need to do that I mentioned Hustle Kings my brother loves the pool game I don't yeah. know why but he loves it he's totally <laughs> taken on board by this pool game um, and that uses them as well so uh, it swings and roundabouts if you have a set line around use them if you don't have a set line around think about getting them maybe doing the line that's a good and I'm, tip am I right in saying that the so the move set um, from this generation of consoles and the previous one which is the camera the eye and the the move controllers hmm. are they backwards compatible with the PS4 for yeah. the PS3 does the camera work with it for the 3 yeah it does I've got the old right. camera yeah, okay. there you go. Um, so anybody that has got a PS3 and had all that move stuff they can if they haven't already got rid of it they can plug that into their PS4 it's, and go for it did well, you say Stu there's a little bit of difference between the two cameras uh, the new one's smaller a lot smaller as in lengthwise so right, okay. and I don't know does the old one come with the bracket no no, no so it comes to, the new one comes a, with a the bracket, bracket separate well. yeah they've learnt on a lesson <laughs> <laughs> but then to put it to put the fucking hands every fucking time <laughs> um, to put it in context but um, America got a bundle which came with everything you need for one low low price and Europe didn't get it which I still can't get my head around so the, the Yanks they are uh, got to buy it with the camera the move controllers and the headset and we got to, have to buy them as individuals yeah so, rip off um, Britain oh, isn't it ok Brexit Brexit fuck off <laughs> yeah I think they got the whole thing for like £400 give or take so oh, it was like, well, like okay. 50, 50 to £100 cheaper than what we did what about is it all um, built-in batteries and you charge it up or do you have to put um, batteries well, in? Well, it's mains no powered. Batteries. It's yeah. all mains powered. Let's get the same with power. Oh, okay. Unit, thing, right. power plant. Uh, now, that's okay. the other thing as well. Um, the cable that comes with the VR headset, it's I wouldn't say I'm an, an, a, really a giant fat. or anything like that, but I find it, sometimes it gets very close to being at the end of its length and that's just me getting myself framed into the camera. So you've got to be careful with that as well because sometimes the camera's wanting you to actually get in and you're thinking, I can't go any further back. I'm pulling everything off the, the unit here. <laughs> Which right, is a okay. bit of a... It seems a bit of a weird o- oversight. The, you know, they've um, set it up to... Uh, want, uh, you know, demand that you stand in a certain position and there's no physical way that you can stand in that certain position because the cable's not long enough. Hmm. Interesting. Is that just because of how you've got your setup, or not really? Because I think it'd be the same anywhere. You know, if you if you've got the cameras, uh, the camera I've got set up is let's see, it's about four and a half to five foot off the floor, and um, you know, it's just wanted me to stand in the middle of the picture, and right. Sometimes okay. you just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So the next question is from our very own uh, Lee Howard at Count Fosco. Uh, it's a very st- interesting question for Lee. Um, so he'll be laughing to himself <laughs> while he's... Uh, question for him. It is. His yeah. others are not so inquis- yeah, interesting. It did occur um, to me. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
He's asking, uh, will it be games, movies, or porn, or triple X, uh, that will take VR to the critical masses? That's going to need to be games, that'd be, it? it's like that'd games be awesome. Yes. Platform. Do you know um, what I mean? It's like it's not like you can buy it and plug it. Well, uh, grey area. Um, it's not like you can buy it and plug it into anything else. Well, technically you can. Yes, um, you can. Yeah. I've already uh, done that. It's just a TV. Oh. It's just a TV. Fucking it. Yeah. I mean, I've played yeah. Transformers Devastation with. I've played me. I've played me with you through it. Oh, that must have been okay. good. But, <laughs> so could you could you see yourself watching a, a film in it? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I really want to try. A maybe film porn's out. a different one because well, yeah, it might it's be great because you can actually sit there and watch a hardcore but... porn while your family are sat around watching Extenders. Depends <laughs> <laughs> if you start doing anything with your hands. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just, hold the it's controller. just one, it's one step up for the Wii U pad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> apart from it's no touchscreen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I f- you think I, it's games I think all the way? It'll be the gate. I think. Well, to be fair, I've, I've read a headline saying that this has sold hundreds of thousands and millions, and now it's outstripped supply. And Sony are f- f- rapidly producing more as we speak. So I'm back off sex. Uh, I think it's a case that it's already a hit, but um, I don't know. I still think games will be the thing that pushes it. Yeah, <laughs> because it's for it's- a game. For it's a game because it's for a games machine, but the majority of people are buying this for a games machine. It's not like you're buying it for your TV and then exactly. using it. Any games machine, it's it's a games peripheral that then gets used elsewhere. So. Let's face it. Let's face it. Sony have not got a great track record for peripherals. They've <laughs> they've done some right humdingers over the past, haven't they? Let's. Mm. That's not what you say. It doesn't end up with the Vita and gets banned in six exactly. months. Exactly. Yeah. That's Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. all the joy, the new and stuff Could this be so the, short-lived Don't forget this is being released at Silly Season There's so many kids mm. that are just asking for this for Christmas And that's pro- probably why they've sold so many hundreds of millions And there's going to be so many in the bargain stores after Christmas When they do, just realise it's just not what they expected And that's it So uh, this leads us on to a, a post that was found by uh, one of our uh, other co-hosts um, From uh, Good Games Writing uh, and they posted up a question which is their question of the week um, and they actually say do you think PSVR will make VR a household name or item um, or will it go away with the likes of 3D TVs it was too early it's, it's like like it's too early to predict this kind of thing so is, is it new to developers to embrace the VR um, and start developing it for it because obviously if if there's a, a slow uptake, if you don't get another new game that has anything I to do with VR we'll for game six review. months, I, well, I don't think we'll get another full no. price title for another six months. I really okay. don't. And, and I think it's dangerous. a case of, I think it's a yeah. case of they're pumping out indie stuff, which is fine and dandy because that's what indie guys are cool for. But yeah. I think it's a case of there'll be a bit of retrofitting, so you might get a level for Tomb Raider, you might get well, a level for. Watchdogs, you might get, you know what I mean? There'll be some retro they're, al- they're already doing that on Metal Gear Solid. Well, there you the, go. So, you know, there's a PS3 version that's coming out on it, and, you know, it's all the bits that were in the PS3 version. They've retrofitted it for PSVR. Oh, there you go. So, and it's a case of, I think once it beds, they'll then, you'll then start getting it. So, I still think GTA Sport was held back for VR support. Um, and I think it's just a case of. You'll, you'll next E3 I know it's a long way away but I think that's when they'll, 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 they'll hit you with something hard or 
they'll do a Sony event in March time and they'll just hit right. it hard and they'll be like right here we go this is it this is it this is it this is it right guys it's all out soon and we'll see you then because I think at the new I don't actually know any VR titles that are pre-launched that are pretty big that I'm kind of like oh I quite fancy that hmm. do you know what I mean so it's, it's, it's like Kev's saying it's, it's a dangerous situation but at the same time I think the newness and the wowness of that I'll keep because the, the launch lineup's pretty beefy Um and if it's a case of once you get it there's enough games there to chip away I think because you've got your Batman your Regs Tumble word of mouth will start like Rez is going to get a lot of love I think because I'm hearing it's like I say it's doing well and stuff so it's just a case of they've got enough out there they know to keep it ticking over till at least October uh, not October okay. uh, so, so do you think they've, they've planned it in quite well that um, obviously they've given the, the hardcore supporters and, and lovers that want to get on the VR train and, and press and whatnot access to it now so obviously everyone can order it now but it builds that hype so then when silly yeah. season hits in the next month then, or so everyone will have it and then come March April time hopefully more games have been announced and hmm. are possibly coming through by uh, indie developers yeah but Sony don't have any major title this Christmas you know what I mean Last Guardian hmm. get punted and GT Sport get punted so Sony don't have anything coming out realistically that's an exclusive this Christmas that I can think of um, so are they riding everything on VR this Christmas then do you think? think I think they've put all the eggs in the one basket um, yeah. and that's why it did a big tour and stuff and I think what you might find is when the pro launches you might get the pro bundle um, two weeks after it because the pro's yeah. what first week in November yeah so like that, yeah. Uh, it's like you'll get the pro bundle prior to Christmas <laughs> And okay. that'll be that. Do you know what I mean? But it's a case, again. It's a case of I've not seen much advertising for it. No, if you know what I mean. No, I've not seen. So nothing. you're kind of like that's either a really good sign or a really bad well, sign. And we've spoke we spoke about it before, you know. So yeah, how do you advertise it? That's the thing. You can't you put an advert you, one. Cool yeah, advert. You can't. You know, th- get the chemical brothers the to release a song. We've got an unsaleable. <laughs> product here you know you cannot actually sell it unless somebody's actually tried it I mean we were lucky enough to try it and we thought yeah and I was on board with it straight away Um, but if I had not seen what it was capable of at EGX I was not going to go for it and I'm pretty much still against it now do you you think they should have pushed the tour a bit more because I know it was only going to like major cities yeah that's the thing do you think they should have had a bus going everywhere yeah and getting Definitely. everyone on it, have two or three going around the UK and wherever Europe, USA, whatnot, and try and mm-hmm. you know get as many people on the train as it can. What I've exactly. heard, what I've noticed now is that game are starting to demo it. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. your, yeah. your your game is kind of doing their thing. So it's it's a bit yeah, kind of interesting. Stick Again, where though, if game are going to demo it, then at the weekend break out, give the kids a go. Do you know what I mean? That kind of concept, and fair yeah, enough, go for it, you know? <laughs> as as usual with Sony, you've got to book in to actually have a go. Mm. It's it's mind-boggling. It's like they really do want to kill themselves. You know, it's just like, stop shooting yourselves in the foot, you mugs. You know, get it out there. I mean, um, the town that I live in is a very, very large town. You know, it's it should be a city, but it's just not because of technicalities. So, so everybody run your bit for a go? No, that's that's the thing. Nobody's nobody's there because there's no game. You know, the, well, there's the game, mm. but they just don't have a facility for it. But you think, you know, um, there's 
like massive mall and what have you and yet they're not they're not even thinking about it they're just going to all the major cities that are still 20, 30, 40 miles away it seems ludicrous interesting times ahead yeah uh, so moving on from uh, another listener question from uh, uh, Stevie Patmore uh, at Stevie Patamon um, he's put do you think do you think games that haven't been developed for VR or with VR in mind would still benefit from v- VR support added um, so are there any games out there that you think that were haven't that are already released that haven't got VR support that may uh, support or be good with a bit Red of Dead. VR in it so the new Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption. Redemption that'd be good yeah Mirror's I mean, Edge I keep saying it but yeah Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge yeah that would work yeah. perfectly I'm not quite sure how you'd get around the arm movements you know, and the leg movements. Um, yeah, that's I suppose things you could use a, a, a controller and yeah. animate that, I guess. Yeah, because you are pretty yeah. much couched for most of it. But mm. yeah, I guess something like Hitman might work quite well in VR. Hitman would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, good call. actually going around and you know maybe using the move controllers to. Well, just think someone and that's the I thing think an RTS would be good in it because having yes. played that uh, Skyward Wayward Sky I keep going on about this game it's really good um, <laughs> Wayward Sky it does a weird thing where it brings the play area up to like chest height and it's really close to you so I was like that'd be really cool if it was a battlefield and I could move my troops and I could see yeah. where the troops oh, are okay. going and build yeah. wee huts and like, like total, uh, total War or something I or you know, I mean something like that but then again like I say it's the only game I've seen that brings the pre- you into the action yeah. that there's much action but um, <laughs> it's um, it's 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 something I'd like to see the kind of there's, there's, there's a whole world of opportunity um, yeah. it's just are Sony going to be brave and do it um, I still think whatever media model whatever media molecule come out with yeah, that's that'll be a, that'll be a, that'll be an insta buy, and that'll be your yeah. your flagship title. Do you know what I mean? Because media molecule milk whatever tech there is to the, the utmost. Um, so I imagine whatever they've got in the pipeline will be pretty special. Um, yeah. So that's one to keep an eye out for. And if they're not working on something for VR, I'm bloody shocked. Really shocked. <laughs> So, gents, uh, before we uh, we wrap up this episode, is there any other comments or anything else that you wish to add um, to, for our vi- that you think our listeners may benefit from? Um, don't eat the fish. Um, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my new catchphrase. Don't eat um, yellow fish. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> um, if you want it, you'll have it. If you don't want it, it's a hard one. Um, would I say buy it? Heaven. For, helped my brother by forking out all that money um, it's a novelty at the moment it's not a, it's not a staple but then we are so in the honeymoon period to do it, it's unreal so mm. um, we really should do a re extra show yeah. in about six months time <laughs> see how we're going actually say like right guys like because you'll have one I've got one you've got one Mark might get one Ali might get one we might get the box for one of us um, and we might all kind of have a bit of chat then about it you know what I mean yeah. um, either that or we may have all met up or had a, a, an opportunity over over the Christmas period to play on a siblings friends whatever so yeah, yeah. There's a good chance, in a, like you say, in a couple of months, that we'd have all had a little bit more exposure to it and 
see what it's like for real rather yeah. than in a, a controlled environment you see I'm um, torn I'm torn on this because I really did want this to be something special um, well, as and, uh, yeah it is but you can't it's deny, not special enough you can't deny throwing stuff at people and you know, <laughs> I had that I, like I said yeah, but you I, I do played that all the time bra, anyway <laughs> you're a nightmare in a bar and we had an absolute ball because we were just <laughs> ripping the, it was just a shit filled fucking laughter fest because we were just being stupid and it was it's it's like 500 pound worth to be stupid I suppose but <laughs> I, I had a great time we sat for like it was it Saturday night we just sat and started going through the library and playing stuff we fancied and no playing stuff within the fancy and stuff mm. um, like like Headmasters Headmasters is a really interesting game it's basically a football game but there's a 1984 undertone where there's a a, a governmentarian society ruling the country that owns football schools um, it's so strange um, but it's. I think you. It's the indie's new home because I saw volumes get VR to, uh, yeah, uh, upgrade as well now. So uh, Mike Biffle's all over. Plus Mike Biffle's actually making a VR game as well now. Um, I forget what you call it, but he is making a VR only title. Uh, he doesn't stop talking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's only a matter of time before they do Minecraft in VR or Minecraft's because or something a day with Minecraft and. Um, I presume Minecraft might not go the VR route with it being for the Halo lens or whatever they're calling it. Oh, uh, if we ever Hollow lens, sorry, yeah. Oh. If we ever get to see the light today at that, but Hollow's um, not an option. I think we're going to end up with uh, uh, Oculus. We'll get Oculus, and it might not be full-blooded Oculus or whatever, but there'll be a budget. There'll be Xbox Oculus. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's what it'll be called. Do you think Microsoft, going on a slightly different tangent, but do you think they're being very clever and waiting yeah. um, back while PlayStation yeah. either fail or not fail um, I think just to, to test the market, or do you think they're they're missing the boat? Nah, they're not missing the boat, because don't forget, they've got the mythical monster still in the, the, the <laughs> hangar, you know what I mean? Um, Sony <laughs> the Will of the Wisp. Sony's shot... Horses bolted, so we know they've got VR. We've got VR in hand, and four week, two weeks time, or whatever, we'll have the powerful PlayStation Four in hand, um, and we'll have nothing for Microsoft except for uh, a promise or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a case of E3. You'll get this year's, next year's E3 gets really interesting because Sony or I are going to need to make a whole lot of people really angry and bring out an even beefier machine and stuff or Microsoft's just going to walk out and poof, drop a beast there machine with all these games and mm. all these things and all the things and so and then at that point that's that's where the turning point and the, the tide you know um, I think it's, Sony's yeah. badly timed it and I think it's going to show I think that fast forward to next E3 and you'll be able to go Stuart you're a fucking mug um, but I still <laughs> think this is a turning point where the damage is done on Sony's front and I think it's a case of we just wait and see what Microsoft retaliate with because the thing is as well but Microsoft yeah. have had a really strong they've had a decent games lineup this festive season you know what I mean because it's not even yeah. you know what I mean because if you've got Forza Gears and you're going to have Dead Rising by the end so you've had four exclusives that are really well Sony alright you're pumping out a new peripheral with an absolute ton of games but your core market you've kind of ignored and yeah. 
unless yeah. unless this pro comes out and they pump something out that's totally top secret that nobody knows about but you think I, I would have thought there'd be a game that launches way the way the pro hmm yeah to yeah, take yeah. advantage of the pro <laughs> So, uh, the bottom line, gentlemen, uh, are you happy uh, with your purchase of the PSVR? And if you are or you're not, would you would you recommend people to buy it, or is it a try before you buy? It's a try, but it, I'm happy with it, but it's for shits and giggles and not a serious thing. But I definitely say get hands-on time, and whatever you've gone on your experience with hands-on time, it's not quite like that. If you know what I mean, so if it's blurry mm. and stuff and that, you will be able to recommend. You'll be able to sort that in your own house, but you'll get a kind of flavour of the whole experience. So yeah, um, hands-on time is preferred a hundred percent before purchasing. I'd say definitely. Um, for me, it's a no. I think if I'd have known what kind of a pain in the ass it was going to be and just what was entailed with it, I wouldn't have bothered because I've got a piece of kit there that's really not going to get a great deal of use uh, I hardly get enough time to do games now and it's buyer's remorse some, I hear and it's not so much buyer's remorse it's more a case of feeling mugged you know I've, I've bought something uh, expecting to see some software pretty quickly future there's not a great deal there you know it's yeah exactly I've bought it thinking I'm going to buy into the future and it's pretty flawed at the moment there's a well, lot would, that needs doing now whether it's going to get some patches to change this brown screen of death that'll probably fix a lot of problems I've got with it personally but what I would like to hear is if you use it as a second screen so if you use it I use when it your as wife's watching yeah. Corey yeah, and it. you're playing like Metal Gear or Transformers or something I've got, like, I've got uh, Uncharted for that. I've got a Vita for no. that yeah but you've also got a VR headset for that <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what I mean. But the Vita, I can actually play in any room in the house. I don't have to sit there cabled up seven feet away from yeah. the fucking machine. That'd be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Your family's watching a film and you're just sitting there going, "That's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> Swinging your arms about, hitting kids left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah, but, um, for me, for me, it's a no. Um, <laughs> I think. It, it's something that's definitely something you should actually try before you buy it, like Stuart said, but it's still too much of an investment. It's no. That's a shocker, okay. really. So the, the Xbox <laughs> fan says yeah, and the, not, the non-Xbox <laughs> fan says no. Wow. Shocker, really. <laughs> like to keep it fresh. <laughs> it's new and shiny. So that about wraps up this uh, episode. Um, so for anyone that's listening to us for the first time um, don't forget you can uh, get us at uh, lapsgamerradio.podbean.com you can also follow us um, on twitter at lapsgameradio um, and we're also on uh, facebook which is also lapsgameradio and I think that's all uh, to say that we'll put something in the diary for uh, four to six months time for a a chat back and to see how we're all getting on with Vita, uh, Vita, uh, PSVR, um, and uh, just to see if anybody else has played it. Uh, so thank you very much for your time, gentlemen, and uh, we shall see you all on the uh, next podcast. Thank you. See you later. Catch you.
guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love it.